From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 16th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Employees of Cincinnati-based Kroger Supermarkets voted to take the next step toward the picket line. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union says 81% of members voted in favor of a strike authorization. ONN's Kiana Deitches has the story. The supermarket says it's business as usual, but some in the union want to bring that business to a stop. The company leadership wants customers to know a strike authorization doesn't necessarily mean a strike. They're asking associates to continue to report to work as scheduled. Kroger also says the union rejected a third tentative agreement that was fully recommended for the ratification by both the union and company bargaining committees. Kiana Deitches. Not all Kroger workers are unionized. The union says UFCW represents workers in two-thirds of all Kroger stores nationwide. There are just more than 200 Kroger stores in Ohio. Day four in the George Wagner IV trial in Pike County ended with emotional reaction from a cousin of the Roden family yesterday. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. What did you tell him? I called them and told them that I'd found Kenneth Roden dead in his home. Well, you just heard from Donald Stone, who is Kenneth Roden's cousin. Wagner is charged with murder in the Pike County Massacre back in 2016. George's brother and mother have already pled guilty and agreed to testify against both George and his dad, Billy, who has yet to have a trial. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio Department of Health is reporting more than 20,000 new COVID-19 cases this week. That's over 1,000 fewer than this time last week. There were 626 hospitalizations, which is an increase of more than 100 from last week. The retiring chief justice of the Ohio Supreme Court, Republican Maureen O'Connor, has called for a new constitutional amendment to address political gerrymandering. More on this from ONN's Dave James. O'Connor is leaving the bench at the end of the year because of age limits. She said yesterday the current redistricting system isn't working and has led to voters casting ballots this fall based on unconstitutional maps. O'Connor called for a new amendment that would remove all partisan politics from the process. Republicans on the redistricting commission approved maps that Democrats on the state Supreme Court plus O'Connor declared unconstitutional five times. Some upset Republicans have called for O'Connor's impeachment. Dave James, I went in news. Not everyone will be paying attention to the Ohio State Toledo football game tomorrow night. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to deliver remarks at a rally for U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance in Youngstown tomorrow evening. The spotted lanternfly is an invasive bug from Asia that can devastate grapevines. It's been found in Cleveland and nearby areas hitching rides on rail cars and RVs from the eastern U.S. ONN's Carl Bachtel reports. Dan Kenny is chief of the Ohio Department of Agriculture's Plant Health Division. Uh, we definitely have detected spotted lanternfly along the, the rail lines, but also rest stops and other areas like that. Spreading here at an alarming rate. It seems to indicate that it will, at a minimum, increase the cost of production for vineyards, for one, and also orchards and, and other crops, too, could be affected. The state is asking for the public's help in tracking the the lantern fly. In Cleveland, Carl Bactel. Tomorrow is Ohio Missing Persons Day. 
ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. The state attorney general is holding an event to help families of missing people outside Cincinnati at the Springdale Police Department. Families can submit DNA samples, they can submit dental records, they can even meet with facial reconstruction artists. The attorney general's office has a program called Project Link. Out of more than 1,500 cases of missing adults and children in Ohio, families of only 280 submitted DNA that allows analysts to cross-match cases in a nationwide DNA database. I'm Tracy Townsend. The woman who started Safe Haven Baby Boxes claims the Ohio Department of Health is trying to shut down the program at fire stations. Those boxes allow mothers to safely drop off unwanted babies. Monica Kelsey says so far no one has used a baby box in Ohio, but seven babies were surrendered through the program last year in Indiana. We've helped many women in the state of Ohio surrender to to firefighters and and hospital staff. but we haven't had any babies in the boxes. And, it, and a- after finding that they're not advertising them on their website, and they're not talking about it at that Help Me Grill, it's, it's not a surprise that no babies have come through there and they're still having dead babies. You're still having abandonments in the state of Ohio. The Ohio Department of Health says they are continuing to enforce the newborn safety incubator program, which allows the baby boxes. But Kelsey says she feels like the state is working against the boxes, saying fire departments have reached out to her, telling her that that the program is being halted. The Ohio History Connection near the state fairgrounds in Columbus is hosting an event tomorrow that will give visitors a chance to learn and talk about Hispanic and Latin heritage from an Ohio perspective. ONN's Clay Gordon has more. The event's organizer, Rosa Rojas, says... I think that the important thing is bringing people together, giving us an opportunity to connect and to share our stories, not just amongst ourselves, um, but also with people out there that don't know who we are. Rojas says there will be dance performances and food tastings at the event. Celebrando is included in your general admission ticket to the Ohio History Connection Museum. The event kicks off at 1 and ends at 4. I'm Clay Gordon. Oktoberfest Zinzinati, billed as the largest Oktoberfest celebration in the U.S., kicks off today and runs through Sunday in downtown Cincinnati. The event coincides with the Bavarian Beer Festival in Munich, Germany. Cincinnati's festival started in 1976 and features entertainment, more than 30 food vendors, and 120 varieties of beer. Admission is free. Last year, 700,000 people attended. And England's King Charles III left a memento for Clevelanders while visiting the city decades ago. But there's a problem with it. ONN's Neil Fisher explains. In October of 1977, the then Prince Charles touched down in northeast Ohio. While the prince was in public square, he planted a tree. The tree was soon removed for renovations. Former videographer Larry Baker recalled the prince's visit. I'm not sure it even exists anymore. I'm really not. We reached out to multiple other places, including the cultural gardens in University Circle, and ran into several dead ends. Unfortunately, nobody can find it. I'm Neil Fisher. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.